What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Prime Time Fo Show. I got a very, very special guest tonight. I got the pleasure of uh, interviewing a 2023 WNFC Defensive Player of the Year, Denver Bandits Team MVP, Amber Craft. You know, so it's going to be a good one tonight. I got some heat coming. Back to back to back. And even next week, y'all going to be like, damn. Hope everybody enjoying their Friday. I've been enjoying my last three months. What's up, dude? What's up? The one and only. How are you? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. You know, the people ask. I was like, yeah. Let's see if Amber's going to be like, oh, yeah. I don't have anything else to do on a Friday night. I'm free. Go ahead. Introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, so my name's Amber. Um, I play with the Denver Bandits. I'm also an owner with the team. Um, 2023 WNFC Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and yeah, going into my fourth season, typically I play linebacker. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about the ownership a little later, you know. <laughs> yeah, so but congratulations <laughs> on that. That's big. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, did you uh, play any sports in college, high school? Uh, so in high school, I ran track and I played softball. Uh, and then in college, I played uh, just club softball. Um, I tried one semester of rugby. I didn't really understand the rules. It wasn't football, so. Well, you know, the rugby players, they love it. I can't do because I'm not, not, not throwing me a wood. I ain't got no nothing, no things. So I stick to playing no. with that. Yeah, yeah, the rules are just super complicated. It's hard to follow. Um, I just wanted to hit people, and they kept telling me not to, so it was weird. <laughs> but don't they throw people down? They sure do. Yeah, they absolutely do. I just couldn't figure out when it was acceptable and when it wasn't, so I don't know. So how did you learn about women's football, and when did you get into it? Um, so my first season was 2021. Um, it was actually very random. Uh, I played as a kid. So one of my friends here in Denver posted that she made the roster for the Denver Bandits. Um, and I just kind of slid in her DMs and was like, hey, what's this all about? Um, and it was frustrating, actually, because she didn't end up playing that year. So I was kind of like, I wasn't sure if I was going to play. Um, you know, she introduced me to the coach. I came out to a couple practices. But it was kind of like I just wasn't feeling it, uh, didn't want to make the commitment, and ended up like playing the, the preseason scrimmage, and then uh, the coaches were kind of like, all right, you got to play. So uh, I ended up playing that season. That season, I would have told you that would be my one and only season. I think every single year since, I've pretty much said, this is it. I'm done after this. Um, but here I am, year four, going into year four. So. so, I was looking at your your Facebook profile. I see you you was from Massachusetts. How how you end up in Denver? Uh, so I went I went to grad school in Indiana actually. Um, and I didn't know it was kind of like I could go back home to Boston, um, but I snowboard, so it was like halfway in the middle. Uh, Indiana was so I was like I could go out to Colorado and just snowboard for a couple years and live the dream, or I can head back home. That's like the safe option. So 
you know, after college, I just threw in some job applications, um, got the job out here, and it was a no-brainer. I'm sure because of the mountains, the snow, and all of that, you get the snow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what really brought me out here. I uh, I used to put some serious time in on the mountains, um, and I can't, I don't really anymore, which is unfortunate. Uh, just with, like, like football is all-consuming, I'm sure you know. Um, but... Yeah, hopefully. I'm I'm hoping to get back out there one of these winters. And let you have that, have fun. You just post the videos, let us yeah. see. No. Yeah, I got you. It's fun, but it is uh, it's a little reckless sometimes. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> so, so, you've been playing since uh, 2021, and you've been team MVP three years. If somebody had told you that when you first started, what would you have said? Uh, that that I'd be team MVP for three years. And you have the success that you have had. Uh, I probably would say I told you so, but that's kind of been like, uh, not like in a cocky way, just in like, I kind of, I know my shit. And so, you know, I was very competitive with most of the guys and even in flag, like super competitive with most of the guys. So people who have never really played the game before, I just have a leg up you know, um, so it's not super surprising to me. I definitely, you know, I'm not super impressed with the seasons that I've had, so um, there's definitely more to come. Uh, I have a lot more I'd like to accomplish, and it's not really about, like, all the accolades for me. Like, I'm looking at strictly performance on the field, um, and I I definitely, you know, a few of those titles, I'm like, mm, you know, I, I'm not not impressed. I don't. I don't feel like I put in the work to get those really. Um, so I'm excited to see kind of what this year ends up being, um, and and kind of just try to break that ceiling and, and do better. So you play linebacker. Uh, how did you? End, did you want to play linebacker, or did you kind of just get put in that spot? Uh, so I played linebacker for like six years as a kid. Um, so I played pop Warner, um, and then I actually played two years in high school. And so I was always a middle linebacker. And then I got to high school and I was a little smaller. And so they tried to put me at middle linebacker because that's what I wanted to play. But I was getting killed in there. So, um, but, but yeah, linebacker just comes naturally to me. Um, you get to be a leader on the field and you get to, excuse me, um, you get to fly around. Um, so, you know, that spot is just kind of where I've always been. Um, and when I came to the Bandits, I didn't really tell them that. I was just kind of like, hey, I'm open to playing wherever. Um, and somehow that's where I ended up. So just kind of meant to be, I guess. And, you know, you also a gold medalist. Uh, what went into you uh, wanting to try out for the USA team? And how was that whole experience? Uh, that's actually a funny story because I wasn't going to go try out for the team. Um, London actually kind of forced me to. I, I, I was just kind of like, like – my introduction to football, women's football anyways, was just kind of like, adult sports are weird. Like, I got to go to work. Like, I'm not trying to get hurt. Um, you know, I got a, other adults yelling at me to run faster. It's just a strange experience. Um, so, so that trial happened, I think, after my first year. And so I still was on the fence. Like, am I even going to play this year? You know, um, and London was kind of just like, 
get your shit together. What are you doing? Let's go. Um, one of one of my other teammates here in Denver um, hooked it up with like some standby. I wasn't going to take time off of work. I didn't take time off work, actually. I think I called in on Monday and was just like, hey, sorry, I missed my flight, <laughs> um, even though I didn't have a flight book. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so it was it was a cool experience. So, honestly, I'm so glad that I went. So um, I really appreciate my teammates forcing me to do that because, um, yeah, I just didn't know what it was all about. And when I got there, that was probably the most empowering experience I've ever had in women's football. Um, you know, Callie Bronson is just a gem. Um, her energy is crazy. It's so contagious. Um, and so just to see so many like-minded people be so excited about football, it was awesome. It was like, like in all of my years of women's football, that's probably the number one highlight forever. Yeah, I went over there and dominated. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm at work watching, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what goes into you preparing for a season? How do you prepare for a season? Uh, every year's been a little different. Um, like I said, my my commitment level has changed every year. So that first year, I had no idea I was going to play football. Um, you know, my second year still kind of dabbled. Last year, I got a little bit more serious about it, um, and this year, I'm pretty much locked in. Um, so. Really, it's just lifting, um, preparing my body. So I do a lot of injury prevention stuff, um, a lot of mobility, um, a ton, like weightlifting, um, on the field agility. So my weeks are pretty packed, um, but I try to make time for it and just kind of plan it out so it's all scheduled out. So, you know, I never run into like, oh, shit, all of a sudden the season's here and I'm not ready. Um, so it's a lot. It, it feels like full-time job. I try to get out on the field a couple times a week. I'm in the weight room a couple times a week. Um, you know, recovery every other day. So. So how do you balance the two your, between your job and football? This, I tell people something like football is full-time too. Yes. You got a full-time job and then you got football. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really do it well, to be honest. Um, I, I'm lucky to work in a, I work, I'm an athletic trainer, so I work around sports. So some of my recovery time comes when I'm just sitting at work, right? Like I'll put the Normatec boots on because the kids don't need them and I'm, you know, I'm not doing anything. So that, you know, I try to multitask, um, but football is crazy. People don't understand this is a full-time job. Um, and to take it serious, it kind of has to be like, I kind of noticed like my potential was kind of tapping out with, with, the minimal effort I was giving. So if I wanted to elevate myself, I had to take it serious. I had to put in the work. I had to be lifting, had to do the cardio. Um, and so, you know, the, there's not enough time in the day, but I make time for it. I try to give myself grace if I, you know, skip a day here or there. Um, but we're all just doing the best we can. So what makes you get into the ownership role? This is a funny story, and I dabbled with telling you this, but I'm going to tell you because I feel like you'll appreciate it. So I met with the owners of the Bandits to pretty much tell them that I was going to go play with y'all. Um, like, I was I was set on it. I was like, you know, I, I respect the hell out of these guys. I've been here for three years. I'm a pretty loyal person. So I was like, you know, 
let me do this exit interview the right way. Let me do all the steps correctly. Um, and so I hit them up and was like, hey, can we just, you know, can we meet? Um, and during that meeting, you know, we got to talking about the team and, you know, I had a lot of feedback for them, just like, you know, here are the things that I, like, I can't put up with anymore. Um, and in that conversation, I really saw how passionate they were about the team um, and just how they just didn't have enough resources, right? They were, they're two guys trying their best. One of them was also coaching. Um, and, you know, they extended the offer and they were like, hey, you know, I, like, you're a great player. We understand you want to go play for, uh, you know, a, a great team. But what if, you know, you invest in this team and make it what you want it to be? Um, and I took some time. You know, I didn't give them an answer right away. Went home, thought about it. Um, and a lot of factors went into it. So to me, to be a travel player, I thought would be harder than to join ownership. And I still feel like I, I think I made the right choice for me but to be a travel player you know not only are you spending all that money to actually travel you also it's hard to get in the leadership role it's hard to fight for that playing time it's hard to um you know kind of lock in with the team and engage and and those are things that make me the player that i am um like i do a lot on the field but most of it is talking and communicating and being a leader and making sure we're all on the same page. Um, you know, I play well too, but like a huge, I would say like 50, 50, my, between my football knowledge and communication and my actual skills. So, um, you know, I felt like being a travel player was going to take away from my game. Um, and so that's kind of, it was like, I can't imagine traveling to go play for another team when there's a team right next you know, right in my backyard having practice, but I don't get to practice because I chose to leave that team and go somewhere else. Um, and then I also thought about all my teammates here in Denver. Uh, you know, there was a lot of us thinking about leaving. And, you know, I, I felt like if that large group of us left, that I wasn't sure if this team would, would stay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people in Denver, or a lot of the players here in Denver, love it, respect it. Just needed some, some more leadership, some more organization, um, some better coaching, and I felt like I could bring that to the organization. Gotcha, but boy, could y'all have imagined? Oh my <laughs> god! Well, what we didn't add it, and then you got Amber Craft. Oh my god! Because you know, I was in the inbox. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, but I respected it the decision. You know, when you uh, told me you were staying, uh, like you said, I'm glad that you did have that, that exit interview with y'all because sometimes as a player, you be, you're I ain't gonna necessarily say you and your feelings, but when you're over something, you kind of over it's like with me, I don't I don't care what you say when I got my mind made up, okay. I'm out, bye. <laughs> so I, I'm glad that you did have that conversation with them, and I feel you're gonna make that organization into what they should be and take them where they should be. So that's pretty dope. But damn, how yeah. could it, one year with Emma Crack. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Y'all yeah. lucky. Y'all gonna be lucky <laughs> out there. Yeah, it would have been pretty awesome, honestly. Uh, you know, like the other thing too, like we don't need super teams in the WNFC. Like 
we got to invest in these teams. Like, there's only so many teams. We start making, you know, I respect everybody and their decisions and free agency and all that. But to me, it was kind of like it would mean more if I was able to build this from the ground up and make a championship caliber team. Like, I'd sit back and be like, wow, look what I did, you know. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited with like to see all these free agencies, like everyone's going everywhere. Like there's not a single team that I'm like, Oh yeah, that'll be easy. Like, no, there is no easy games this year. Uh, every team added some like crucial pieces and I'm excited to see what everyone's doing. So how involved are you with the ownership road? Did you go out there? Did you recruit? Cause I see y'all got spotted back. Y'all got Frenchie who I love, <laughs> man. Frenchie is one of the best safeties out there. So, you know, how did y'all get them to come back? Uh, they actually were with us our my second year. Uh, Spivey was with us. Frenchie was with us. Um, they're travel players, though. Uh, and so it comes down to money, honestly. Like, we're not in the business of, of really paying players. Um, so players are going to go where they where it makes the most sense for them. Um, as a player, to be honest, I'm not out here convincing people one way or another. I'm presenting them with what we can offer as a team and just trying to be honest because that's what I would hope for, right? Like, be honest, you know, what's the coaching staff looking like? What are, you know, how much traveling do I need to do? How, how supported am I going to be? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I helped with recruiting a little bit, but it's also muddy, right? Like, these are my friends. They're going to come to me and be like, hey, shoot it straight. Like, y'all got a spot for me. You know, is this a good move? Um, so yeah, we, we picked up some cool, some cool pieces, um, and I'm pretty excited about it. So, uh, what are your expectations going into this season? Um, they're pretty high, but in a, in a different sense, like to me, you know, obviously everybody wants to win games. Um, we've had successful seasons in the past, to be honest, we've kind of been, um, on the higher end of the average teams is I feel like a fair way to say it. Um, you know, two years ago, we went undefeated, lost in the conference championship last year. I think we went like three and three. I can't even remember to be honest or two and four actually. Yikes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so to me, it's not about the wins and losses. It's about how we get to those wins and losses. Uh, Last year, even the wins were kind of like, oh, cool, I guess. Like, I don't know how we pulled that one off. So I'm looking for confidence. I'm looking for a little bit of swagger out of this team. Um, I'm looking for some some real ball players and some coaches to, like, really step up. And that, to me, would be a successful season. And I don't think there's a way to lose if that's how you're playing, right? Like, you're playing confident. You're playing strategic. I already know we have the ball players to get it done. So can we put it all together? Because football is not all about just hitting people hard. I already did that. Like, I I'm doing that. So what else? You know, what else needs to happen? Um, so I'm excited. I think I think we're moving right along. You know, we're pretty deep into practicing now. Um, pieces have all just kind of fallen into place. The coaching staff is really locked in. Um, so my expectations are pretty high for this what? year. I think that last year seemed the, the two and four record doesn't tell it all because I mean I still made the playoffs, right? Which I had it. I said if the Silver Stars lost the game, I said Denver's <laughs> gonna get in the playoffs mm -hmm. because it was the opponent that they lost to. So I'm like, ah, 
And when they lost it, I'm on my couch like, y'all just fucked yeah. up. Because I got Denver in now. Because it was no way you guys would have got in if they had won. Oh, so they, no. No, no, we held their own destiny when they lost. But I was like, all right, Denver in. But at the same time, some of your losses was tough. You had the, uh, I think the KC overtime loss that was. No, we won. Oh, that, that was that oh, was one of our wins. Okay, y'all did win that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But still, even like we lost y'all, I think by like I don't remember, but it, it was. Wasn't a, uh, it was a blowout. Like it that. was like a score, like yeah, two scores. Two, so like it was not a much. Game. Um, same thing with uh, was it Utah? We lost by nine points. So again, within reach. Um, it. So last year though like what people don't know is it just didn't feel good right like I wasn't having fun um a, a lot of players were not having fun things were a little you know disorganized I guess for a lack of better way to put it um so to me we've always had all the pieces to be a successful team on the field it was just about getting the other stuff like how do we trust each other how do we make sure we're holding each other accountable um, you know, how do we really make this football and really make this fun? So we're just taking the, the field with like our sisters and just having a ball. Um, and that's what I was missing. And so that's what I'm excited for so far this year has, has been fun. Um, and, and we're really like the team's really jiving and the, the vibe is good. Um, and so that's kind of the positive. So to know that we had a two and four season last year, mediocre across the board and still made playoffs with the vibe that we have this year uh like i can't wait to see what happens can't wait to see y'all in mississippi (laughs) oh those flights were awful dude i just bought those good lord not excited well my trip there last year was hell because (laughs) i fly standby right so with delta so I left on a Thursday, right? Well, Oof. normally I book early flights so I can get out. It was a day from hell, like flight. Every flight was pretty much full. I was getting bumped out, bumped out, bumped out. So I'm at the bar at this point, tossing <laughs> back drinks. And they was like, you're not going to get out tonight. Like, oh. it's like, you're probably not going to get out tomorrow. Oh, my God. So I literally had to make a decision. I had to call my cousin. She was like, well, you can drive to New Orleans. Well, if I drive to New Orleans, it's gas money. So I literally spent think damn it three hundred dollars on a one-way ticket southwest just so i can get out to come to that game good lord the, yeah. the stuff we do for football i was I, I i'm still pissed to this day about that <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money i mean that went into the thought of like ownership versus being a travel player like there is no easy way to get to mississippi like i was like i'd have to move like denver to mississippi is just not it. Like you can't drive. Yeah. The flights are awful. There's always a layover, which means you're probably gonna get stuck. Like it's tough. Yeah. So I will, the stuck the stuck process for me is just what messed us up too is when Frontier left here. So when they left, it was just like, well, because they had direct flights to Denver. So lost you there for a second. Yes. Okay. I said what um, messed us up here, especially because front, when Frontier was here, they had direct flights to Denver. Then they just left Mississippi. They said bye. Damn. <laughs> what y'all do to Frontier? I Because I actually booked up. Me and RJ, we flew to uh, Frontier would, from Denver to fly, Denver. And I would the fly Frontier. Was, I hate Frontier, yeah. but I ain't gonna lie, I hate Frontier. Them seats are yeah. horrible. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but you gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. I'm gonna take a direct flight them over. Tickets was. Yeah. Oh, but, nope. yeah. No easy yeah, way. So, well, at least you got your ticket for here already, but I don't never want to come back to Denver because even leaving Denver, me and Spotty got drunk at the airport because we both fly <laughs> standby. Something was wrong with my, my plane I was on. They didn't check it. Lightning struck. Oh, my God. Wow. And Spotty couldn't get on. So it was just like, you know what? We're just going to get drunk. Yeah. That's that's the crazy part because I like these new um, I like the new conferences they're cool and all but like I feel like we need to look into this travel because that travel to Mississippi I mean I love to play y'all but maybe we can find like a mutual spot like meet halfway or something because <laughs> that is awful it is yeah that is and that's that's a trip you're not driving like mm -hmm. somebody drives somewhere on you at this point because that's a long yeah. drive I leave like Wednesday and that's crazy. <laughs> Look at RJ, RJ say horrible. Yeah, that Frontier flight was never again in my life. I don't care how cheap a flight is. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, any particular players you look forward to going against or any particular teams you looking forward to going against this season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, like, that's been the coolest part about growing in this league. Like, I got to, like, I'm excited to see 90% of the players that I'm going to be playing against. Um, I've never gotten to play against London. That'll be fun. We've always been teammates. Um, Hollywood. Hollywood is my absolute favorite player. I'm excited to watch her ball. Um, Popeye's over there. Y'all picked up the trifecta. I can't wait to see them because they've always been on the East Coast, so we've never gotten to play them, or me personally. Um, yeah, it's just like ball players. Jamie Brand is back in Vegas. I can't wait to see her ball out. Um, Texas. Uh, what's uh, Mercedes Tyler? Yeah, in Texas. They're all. I yeah, I, I can't wait to see her hit the field. Um, so yeah, um, I'm like, like I'm a fan. Like sometimes I wish I could like take a few plays off and just watch. Uh, cause it's fun. Like people are really balling. Like, and I think every year it's like people are elevating, and you can see who's not. But you can see who really is putting in the work. Um, and I appreciate that, and I respect that. And, and it's cool to see, like, this league and these players are getting better and better and better every single year. So If you game up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody thought last year was the most anticipated season. I think this season mm -hmm. is going to be one of the most anticipated seasons ever in the WNFC. Absolutely. I mean, just with the free agency alone, like – stuff just got mixed up right like there's players like places that you'd never imagine them being like players are now there which is cool that those opportunities were available you know um it's cool to see people kind of express or you know um i can't think of the word but like uh you know take those opportunities and go to other teams and and make those moves and be bold um so i this is hype like all these players that moved like can they go into these new cities and have an impact immediately? Um, you know, they're with different coaches. You got different personalities. Uh, you have teams that have been incredibly successful, uh, and now they have even more skill. Do they know what to do with it? Um, you know, you got big personalities that left certain teams. Does that help them? Does that harm them? You know, um, so I think this season, like, just from the jump, like, week one is going – gonna go crazy like it's gonna be insane 
because yeah, just AG was the one of my biggest surprises because yes. she was messing with me because I, I I was somewhere and I heard she was a free agent. So I'm sending eyes. She's like, how do you know? Don't worry about all that. I just know those who want to take a trip to Mississippi. But when I seen she signed with Vegas, I was like, Dang, where did this come from? Like mm -hmm. that puts that again, Vegas was one of those teams kind of on the cusp like Denver. So they've been middle of the pack, high middle of the pack for a while. Like they're just missing a few explosive high level players. And AG brings that, man. Like, I I have vivid memories of watching AZ, or AG in Finland and just, like, jaw dropping. Like, I didn't know she had that in her bag. Like, the stuff she does, like, the jump cuts, and it's just crazy. Like, I, honestly, I'm all, like, that's the one game that I'm like, good Lord, please don't put me on skates. Like, Gina already, Mag I, we go against Magana usually every year, and I'm already like, ugh. Just don't do it. Like, my family's watching. Don't be embarrassing me like this. Uh, so so that'll be fun. I'm excited. But, yeah, her her bag is deep. Like, she's just crazy. RJ said it's the female CLC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly, she's exactly take it. She's going to take that team to a whole nother level mm -hmm. next mm -hmm. season. So, oh, yeah, can't wait to watch it. Yep. So, what type of player are you on the field? Uh, I mean – that's, this one this one's always a hard question to answer. I feel like uh, me, I'm a leader on the field. I talk a lot. I don't shut the fuck up, which is some people like it, some people don't. Um, uh, I, I don't do much shit talking, mostly just like cracking jokes. That'll be my next question. Yeah, nope. So. I, I, I keep it pretty light. I'll talk a little shit, but usually it's like in a funny way. Um, but I try to keep it pretty light. Um and there's no air here in Denver. So honestly, most of the time I'm just trying to freaking breathe. Uh, so there's always that. But yeah, I I'd say mostly like a leader, uh, very talkative. To me, even if the play's fucked up, like even if everything hits the fan, if we're all on the same page, we're good. So, you know, that's kind of the player that I am. Like I take it upon myself to make sure that we're all on the same page and we're going to be good regardless of what happens. So since you got those headphones on, what's on the playlist? What kind of music do you listen to before the game? Uh, I'm all over the place, honestly. Um, I'm a pretty big country fan uh, and R&B. So uh, I do a lot of country. I do a lot of R&B. Kind of depends on the weather, depends on the mood. Um, I'm not like, I'm not the DJ. Some people are just so good about picking songs and picking music. That's not me. I usually just click a playlist and let it run. So you make your own playlist? No. I I just yeah. I wish somebody I wish somebody would do it for me. Like there's songs I wanna hear, but I just can't even like give you I don't need I don't even know how to go about looking for it because I can't remember the damn words. I don't know who sings it. I'm like that song's a vibe, but can't find it. Oh well. Yeah. So I had one of my old teammates when I from my first year ever playing She's real good. She's always she did my playlist then, so I hit her up before this season. Hey, can you put me some stuff together and send it to me? Yep. Yeah. What are you listening to? I'm a I like arm. I'm not a hard rap person. I don't she do got some Boosie on there and some other folks, but I like R and B music. I like to slow it down. Yep. And plus the this days of rap music, I'm lost. 
I don't know what they're talking about half the time, so <laughs> I'm not yeah. into these new rappers. I agree. Yeah, I'm on the same page. Like, I need to, I need to relax. Like, I need my mind to slow down a little bit. Like, my body needs to speed up, but my mind needs to slow down. So that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, I like her. I, I think I got some her on there. Yep. And, and some other folks. RJ send me stuff too. RJ send me my slow stuff. So <laughs> I like because I'd be like, "What is this? Who is this?" <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what teammates are for. Got to got to keep them around. <laughs> so how much longer are you going to play football? Go well, tackle football. Um, I try to quit every year, so <laughs> there's that. Um, we'll see. It's hard to say, to be honest. Uh, I feel like the way that I play, I could play for a while because it's really my mind that keeps me in the game. Like, even if I start to get slower or, um, you know, lose some skills here or there, or just am not as explosive, like, it's it's my football knowledge that's getting me to the ball um, and helping me execute. So I think that'll keep me in the game for pretty much as long as I want to stay in the game. Um, at some point I do want to coach though. So it kind of depends like when that opportunity opens up and um, you know, I'm constantly kind of looking to get out, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard on the body. The, this season takes a toll. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> let's let's go on to the flag football. Because mm. you play flag football, you just played in worlds. Um, mm -hmm. when did you start playing flag? And what all formats do you play? Uh, so I started playing flag when I moved to Colorado. So I've been out here for almost seven years. Um, uh, and I didn't play competitive at first. It was just kind of like pick up flag here and there. So I didn't get serious with flag until. This was our third world, so about three years ago. Um, we just kind of put a, a team together. Our, I remember our first worlds, we were wearing t-shirts. Like, we didn't even have uniforms. It was hella embarrassing, but first worlds, we make it to the championship. Like, so it's been, this year was special because the last two years, we've been in the championship and lost. So, um you know, this year it was nice to finally put it together. But yeah, I've only really been playing competitive for uh, this will be my third year. Um, and we play contact mostly. So fives contact, small ball, um, sixes contact. That's kind of a newer yeah. format for us. Um, yeah, that that's kind of new. Um, and we dabble with fives non-contact, mm -hmm. but kind of knowing, yeah, mm -hmm. kind of knowing that it's not our cup of tea, but our quarterback uh, and some of our receivers, like, they're big time. So we do it for them, and they play Defenders, contact for us. It is for, for act. <sighs> yeah. Not being able to, like, bump on the line. I feel like if if they let us play non-contact with jamming at the line, they'd be a lot more fun. Like, just no block walking downfield, like, no running, all that is still fine. But, like, you should be able to reroute a, a receiver. Like, just what? letting them run whatever route they want to run is crazy. It's insane. Like. That's not fun. I don't want to. I don't want to play. <laughs> my first time playing because I played contact before in Lynn Lewis, but playing non-contact last year in Broadford at all for the first time, I jammed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had got them. I'm like, what y'all throwing? Oh, oh, so you can't touch nobody. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna play this no more. <laughs> no. This is not for me. Mm -mm. Yeah, I need contact. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I agree. Like, it just doesn't make sense. At least a little bit of contact. Right. Like, but whatever. So, yeah, you won a couple of rings at Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won two of them. Um, we won fives contact and sixes contact. So that, that was fun. Again, like fives contact is kind of how we got into it. So we've been in the championship for fives contact the last, this will be our third year. Um, and lot, we lost the same team the last two years. And so it was nice to finally get one. Um, and then we won in sixes too. There wasn't a ton of teams in the sixes contact. I'm not sure why. It's a pretty fun format. I wish it would kind of catch on. Um, it's just more people blocking downfield, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I love so. people blocking that. I'm getting out the way. But oh, absolutely. That. Yeah. <laughs> so do, do y'all prefer Worlds over Nationals? Because maybe it's more – I think Worlds benefit more smaller formats yeah. than they do for the eights. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I view it, to be honest. Um, again, like I was pretty naive to the sport, just kind of like hopped on the team and was like, yeah, sure, let's do this. Um, and I didn't know about nationals. So now it's kind of on my radar, but I do feel like it's pretty heavy on like the eights um, and, and like the bigger formats. Whereas, you know, when I look at the roster or the, um, yeah, the, the teams for worlds, uh, for the small ball, like, those are all your, you know, most of your Olympic players, um, which not that like they can't come from other places, yeah. but it seems to be like the small ball kind of all happens at Worlds and then the bigger ball happens at Nationals. Although I did tell my team I want to do both next year, so we'll see what happens. We got to, you know, you can't call yourself the best in the world and then avoid the smoke, so we'll see. See, they kind of did it dirty this year because normally – Nationals is first and then Worlds. They mm -hmm. weren't at, at the same time last year because you had people playing in eights. They formed a team of a bunch of eights all-stars, I guess you can say, and went to from Nationals to Worlds last year and won eights. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of shocked that they both were at the same time this year. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because it worked out for the men. Like a lot of the men um, that we play co-ed with, they went down to nationals and then they came up to worlds for like Sunday and Monday or whatever days. Um, but yeah, for the women's, it was like, uh, you can't really do that this year. So uh, I don't know what their deal is, but like, I wish these leagues would realize like we all just want to play. So stagger the weekend so we could do both. I mean, but. Like, let these folks play in both because a lot of them do want to play in both. And it kind of right. hurts for on the female side because even if you got somebody who play fives, if they want to go play with a team in Worlds and they play eights, they can't. Right. So hopefully yep. they get it together next year. We'll see. Yeah, I hope. Any tournaments y'all got that y'all planning that's coming up in flag? Uh, no, nah, I usually shut it down after Worlds until after Championship Weekend. Um, I try to be respectful of my body, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, flag does, uh, it's a toll. Like, people, when I try to recruit for tackle, everyone's always like, oh, I don't want to get hurt, this and that. I'm like, I've been getting tossed in flag football. Like, I don't even worry about it in tackle. Like, I'm fine. Like, a little contact, we're good, but but flag is hard on the body. So, um, and then I always worry about like those non-contact injuries and just like putting your joints in these crazy explosive, um, kind of movements. So 
I, I try to make it through Worlds Healthy, and then I shut it down. Uh, but we definitely got some stuff lined up for the end of the summer and into the fall. Um, we've kind of been a team in the past that just shows up to Nationals and Worlds and, like, doesn't do anything else. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> and then wins, you know, like, still consistently is good. Um, so we're we're gonna we're gonna try to get out to some more tournaments this year. So hopefully I'll see y'all at Lynn Lewis. Yeah, yeah, we got a bad history there, man. We got smoked one year and just never went back. <laughs> like we got we got wrecked. To be fair, we didn't really have our team. We just kind of like threw some stuff together, and we had just won nationals, so we came in all cocky and got our asses handed to us. It was. It was bad. <laughs> so we won't do that again. If if we go to Lynn Lewis, we're coming correct. We got to have the personnel and be ready to play. You got to, it's not till October, so you got to, well, hopefully, you know, I get y'all come. Yeah. Uh, that's the first yeah. time I ever played fives, to be honest, was at Lynn Lewis um, with Bama Fire. Yeah. So. Where is it this just, year? Is it in Arizona ooh, again? It was in Palm Beach. Now it's going to be in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, oh fun. Uh, made, nice. Post, so. Might have to do that. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I would have did it last year, but I don't miss Jackson State homecoming for nothing. Mm. So uh, the dates was the same. I was like, oh, y'all have fun. Yeah. I am not coming. Yeah. So the dates this year align with my schedule. Best. So. <laughs> Good. Good. Hell yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll see you out there. What is the name of your team? Uh, we're Lace Up. We're Lace, lace up. up. Yep. Yeah. I don't, don't ask me why, but... <laughs> It wasn't me. Is this all players are from Denver or from different places? Uh, so we started all from Denver. Um, we were a pretty like a Denver-based team, but as we've been kind of on the map a little bit, uh, we've been able to recruit some people. Um, and so, uh, you know, we got some players from California. Um, I got some of my Bandits players who will jump on and play. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, it's like. Mostly Colorado is our core, but then we pull, you know, for each tournament to make sure we got enough players and you know how it goes. Like if teams aren't going, all their players are free agents and everyone oh, yeah. just wants to play. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we're mostly Denver. Cause AZ played with you guys too, don't it? Um, no, she plays oh, with another Denver oh. team actually. Um, because when we were at World, she was out in Vegas at that tournament. I think it was like a Smash Mouth tournament or something like that, um, playing with a Colorado team. So, small world. But, yeah, like the team she played with, I've played with here locally, but I've never traveled with them. But I know she had team. posted around the same time, so I was thinking all y'all was together. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, if we were playing AIDS contact, absolutely. AZ's coming. She's she's with us because I ain't no way I'm playing against you. <laughs> so, hey, is he the only person that can give me up uh, after a long night to come out <laughs> to play in a flag game early in the morning to recruit? Crazy. <laughs> yep. Nope. Power to you. Couldn't be me. <laughs> was miserable. What hey, I was out there. And as the fantasy draft is going on at the same time, I, oh, and I leave. Phone in my pocket. I'm like, <laughs> that's awful. That sounds awful. It was awful. Mary's yeah. like, but when is it my go? I don't listen. I'm only paying attention to me. I'm, I'm not struggling with both of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> 
So what advice would, would you give to a, a young female that's trying to get into a tackle and or, and or flag football? Ooh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, mostly just go where you're appreciated, right? Like, as players, we have options. Um, we have opportunities. Tackle's a little harder. Um, you know, if you're first getting started, you're not going to be, like, a travel player. No one's probably going to be, like, out here recruiting you. But, um, you know, make sure you're appreciated and make sure you're taking care of yourself, um, you know, uh, your health, your safety, um, you know, making your making sure you're fit and able to do the things that you want to do. Uh, those are pretty important things. Um, and then on the flip side of that, like, take care of your mental health because football doesn't pay us. So to be out here stressed the way some of us are is crazy. Like, take a minute for yourself. It's not the end of the world. Um, you know, do what you can, get the most out of it, and then Come back every day stronger and just keep working. That was some damn great advice. You know, RJ said a word. That was some good advice for somebody. Uh, but because it doesn't pay us, and you're right about the stress part. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave that yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a crazy sport. Even like you know between money, like time, and just like effort and like all the things that go into it it's a lot so you got to find a balance um again we are not getting paid for this at the end of the day on monday we all got to go to work so if you're out here killing yourself for a team that doesn't appreciate you or even like for coaches who don't appreciate you teammates it's you know you got to take all that into consideration like make sure first and foremost you're you're appreciated you know you're taking care of yourself you got to look out for yourself before you can look out for anyone else so um you know it, it it's important i think that's a huge message that people are not saying as they're recruiting new players like listen this is a big endeavor whether you're ready for it or not this is not a light commitment so you know prepare yourself give what you can but don't kill yourself out here because we all got to go to work on monday so to, to the, the place that actually pays you <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep, correct. That's <laughs> why so I have to be careful with search stuff. I'm not trying to injure search stuff because I need these. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. So, where do you see uh, women's tackle football in the next five to ten years? Um, that's a good question. Um, honestly, like, I love to see what OJ and uh, – uh dillo are doing behind the scenes it's really cool to be an owner now like i knew they were doing some shit but like damn they are working so this league has so much potential um just seeing all the owners communicate and everything like everyone's locked in like one goal is to push women's football um and elevate it so i think i think the ceiling you know is it's endless um the possibilities are so open um, you know, especially with flag getting into the Olympics, like just the partnerships and connections we can start to have um, with the NFL, with other sports teams, the way um, the world is starting to appreciate female athletes, um, you know, the possibilities are really endless. Um, I do think that women's tackle football is a little bit of a niche sport. Um, you know, 
I think flag will, will get a lot of spotlight right now and in the years coming up. Um, but that doesn't have to take away from our game. So as long as we're not like bitter about it and oh poor us, you know, we're all gonna benefit. Like if 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 flag football takes off, then great. Like once these players retire from flag, because that shit is exhausting. Come play tackle, right? Like, or even just be the feeder, you know? Like, people can do both. Um, so, yeah, like, as long as women in sports continue to stick together, the ceiling's really endless. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. You, the key words you said there, stick together. Mm-hmm. Like, this league has did so much in a small amount of time. And yep. the ceiling is high. And we just have to trust the process. We may not see what's going on, but if we trust the process and stick with it, no limits to what's going to happen in the future. Yep. Like, I just want to see one day where women's football players are compensated, get paid. Mm-hmm. may not be what you want, but something is better than nothing because right now we're getting nothing. So right. you got to start somewhere. So yep. hopefully that day is within the next five to ten years. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's while I'm still playing, but we'll you'll see. You'll be, I'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to be done. <laughs> That's fair. That's me too, honestly, probably, but I'm I'm trying to hold out. We'll see. Um I can't keep showing up in court uh uh crazy after the weekend. <laughs> like, why am I here? They be like, What's wrong with you? Where them bruises come from? Limping <laughs> everything. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you, you're going to do in that ownership role. I know you're going to push the limits. You're going to take Denver Bandits where they need to go. So, yeah. And I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do this season. Like I said, I'm excited about the pieces you guys brought back because I was recruiting French and Spivey too. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have them all. I mean, come on. You can't, Listen. You can't have everyone. <laughs> I love talent. Hell. So. But like I tell people, when I'm recruiting, I don't necessarily say, be like, hey, I need you, want you to come here. It's, I would love to play with you. And we're going to talk about what I've experienced or what the team is going through. But I respect people's decision. I'm not going to push it on nobody like that. Yeah. Because some people, you just, I'll be like, nah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, it's like, you're lying. Like, there's no, like, it's not all roses. Every, like, not- I know you're lying. It's so, not. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm I the love same people way. to be honest. Yeah. Like, be honest about the stuff. Like, come on, man. You can't just be like, nah, we don't, nah. It's something going on. Right, right. So. Yeah. If I ask you, like, hey, like, be be for real, and you don't say not one negative thing, you're lying. Like, not everything's perfect. So, uh, you know. <laughs> so when you're done playing, can we see the owner slash coach of the Denver Badgers here? Uh, I mean, I'll definitely still continue in ownership. Obviously, like, I'm locked in. I, I signed the dotted line. Um, I would love to coach. Uh, I, I have no experience coaching. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'd have to work my way up the ladder just like everyone else. Um, but I definitely think that more women need to be coaches, to be honest. And I'm kind of looking – I can't wait for that transition because there's a lot of uh, ballers in this league right now that are kind of hanging on, trying to, you know, play a few more years and see the league grow and, like, flourish. Um, but there's a lot of crazy coaching potential in this league right now that's 
kind of on the tail end of their career, and I'm excited to see. Um, it makes a huge difference. Um, it does. Rep representation oh, oh. matters. It's, so, and, and women know how women need to be coached. Women know how women need to be spoken to. Women know, um, you know, how they, the different learning techniques, and, you know, I could tell you up and down what, what these male coaches are, are doing wrong, and I could talk to them about it, it's not going to change. So, um, you know, just having more women involved in women's sports is important. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, because I, I did a poll months ago asking what do we need more, women's owner, women's coaches, me and coaches, uh, it doesn't matter. And pretty much everybody's like women coaches, and I agree. Like, nothing against the guys, no. but <sighs> let me see how can I can work this. <laughs> <sighs> Some of them are not meant for women's football because uh, I don't want to hear what you did when you played or how you did this and that. Or in this, in experience at the same time, because just because you played don't mean you can coach. Correct. Yeah. And I think, like, one of the biggest issues in women's football is that a lot of the male coaches think it's football, period, right? Like football is men's football and women's football are different. As much as, you know, we want to be treated equally and, um, you know, keep the game the same, that's all fine and dandy. But I'm talking about like, I didn't grow, well, I did, but most people didn't grow up playing football. So when you're talking you know, you come to practice the first day of football and you're saying, read these plays, people are looking at you like, what? What is that? Like, what? I've never seen that. And so that's where having females in these roles, knowing like my first day of football at the age of 28, I had never seen this stuff. So now I'm going to take it down a notch and teach at this level and then ramp it up real quick because y'all are adults and you can learn. Um, so yeah, like that's what that's what we're missing is sure. men try to give us their same experience in football, which is tough love and all the yelling and you know getting your playbooks and why aren't y'all studying? But they're forgetting to, to bring it back a level and then you know give us all that good stuff. But like you said, especially for the ones that still hang on. So I think once the older players once they're done. They're going to give back to the – hopefully they give back to the game. And then we'll get to a point where we see more women coaches mm -hmm. on the sidelines than we, we do with the guys because we need yeah. it. The game needs it. So, Agreed. Agreed. So my dog, she decided at the end of it she want to sit here and do all this barking and playing. Normally she, <laughs> she do – she's been doing good, though. I can't even do that. I was about to say, yeah, she waited this long, so good for her. I got to get her snack before this started. But I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate everything you're doing. For Denver, I got another gold medalist coming on next week. I'm going to wait before I, you know, yeah. tell y'all who that's going to be. I had to move some stuff around because when she said, I, I come on Friday, I actually had somebody else booked. I had to hit them up. Hey, I got some moving around I need to do. <laughs> Can I do you the first Friday in March? Because I really got to get this person on here. You know, so, you pop, you're popular, huh? This is this is the place to be on a Friday night. Box. Like I, your teammates were like, you should bring Amber Lee up. You're right. I should get Amber. Let me hit Amber up. My teammates are the Nat, best, man. I told Nat she's going to be my sister because she be coming up with I'll be like, you right, Nat. 
I should yeah. this person up. <laughs> so, yep. so I appreciate you for coming on. I'm excited to see what you're gonna do this season. I'm excited to see what the different badges are gonna do. I'm a fan, big fan. So yep. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Uh this is wonderful. I love the platform, honestly. Like it's cool just to see the other players and, and kind of hear from them and, and get the insider. So keep doing what you're doing. You're you are elevating the game as well, even though it's not right here on the field. Like this stuff matters too. So that's awesome. Thank you. You know, you can tell you people the ones that ain't on Instagram, this would be on other platforms later in the week. They can listen to it. They ain't necessarily Perfect. gotta get on IG. They can get on uh well, Amazon, oh. you got Apple Podcasts, you got Spotify. So hey, we we here. I'm, I'm trying to take time. it up. And that, yeah, that's big my time. Goal. That's awesome. So big time. That's awesome. Chase it up. Favorite linebackers, me and Shay will be uh the end of March. Me and Shay yeah. coming, oh, with, yeah. with the show. So, like, so I'm excited. Uh, hopefully, I get to bring you back on after the season, so we can talk about you know how the season went and we can discuss some more stuff. But yep. I see you when you come here. You know, you'll be in my city. So, hey, show us a good time, win or lose. Yeah, I, I, pop I, it up. I will. I, I'm, I'm that dead host. Good. You know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna leave y'all. Hey, I got y'all. Uh, yeah, perfect. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. It. I'll get out of here.